0: Today Sally's taking us on some great Australian train journeys and we'll also focus on a couple of museums of great interest in Australia plus the hot deals in the travel marketplace at the moment. To a new RFM, your station, uh, we are talking travel, Sally Lucas and I and you as well and we do have some iconic things in this country and one of them is a couple of iconic rail journeys
1: certainly Jane and it's really lovely to know that the Indian Pacific is starting up again next month so that's fantastic news from about the 10th of March the GAN is already up and running and you've got to remember of course this wonderful Indian Pacific it's a coast to coast journey from one ocean to the other 4,352 kilometers of it so it's quite an amazing journey now on both these trains the Indian Pacific and the GAN you have two classes of travel they did away some time ago now with like just seating because they Figure that's not an enjoyable way to do a long journey. So you've got gold class and platinum class. So you've got the two classes available. They do book out a long way ahead. I can just reassure you of that. Even though the Gan, sorry, the Indian Pacific has not started running yet, we've been getting bookings and they're booked out quite a few months ahead. Just to let you know that. Not necessarily all class, but certainly um, platinum has been very popular. Actually, mm-hmm. people are spending that money. They might you know spent overseas because platinum gives you everything you get your off-train excursions and outback experiences you get a cabin almost double the size it's a, d- a proper double cabin rather than berth, supper and lower, etc and you of course you've got all your beautiful meals on board your, your beverages your wine your champagne and you have a special um, platinum club area for dining and socializing you get a bottle of beautiful champagne chocolates nightly turn down etc etc so you're really well looked after in in platinum class but having said that gold class is still you know it, it's still good as well and you're still getting your off train experiences you're still getting your fine dining in a different restaurant um and you just get a com- more compact sleeper cabin that avert your bed converts to a seat by day um and but then again most people go and sit in the lounge and socialize to be quite honest with you anyway because that's what's so lovely about these train journeys you can just kick back relax and you know now of course because we're not having the international people coming in but I can remember like when I did it a few years back now like you got such a a potpourri of people from all different parts of the world but even now within Australia you still get you got to meet all sorts of different people from within Australia too and a lot of the West Australians love doing it as well like the reverse journey from from Perth back to Sydney you know because it's something that they consider it's really important for them to do to do that journey across the width of our country.
0: Yeah, you certainly get a feel for how big the country is when you oh, see the different landscapes. You
1: do. It's, it's, it's quite amazing. And, of course, the Garn, of course, is going through our deep heart up through the centre from Adelaide to Darwin. And, of course, as we know, that's been upgraded in recent years with a much better rail track and much better service as well. It's been operating there much longer than the um, Indian Pacific. It's been going for about 90 years and the Indian Pacific for about 50 years. Then you've also got the Great Southern, if people are interested, which goes from Brisbane down through the Port Stephens area, Sydney, down to Melbourne and across to Adelaide. So there are three journeys that are run by uh, the Great uh, Southern Rail. But you've also got um, ones within Queensland, Jane, and there's uh, seven different little train journeys you can do within Queensland. And as you mentioned earlier, you can combine two of them, the Savannah Lander and the Gulf Lander, which are doing like that Normanton area and then down south, and you can join the two together. Going
0: from Cairns. From yeah, Cairns, yeah. yes. And they, they actually have quite a good combination of packages the Gulf yes. Lander and the Savannahlander,
1: and you can also um, go on the inland route, like through to uh, Mount Isa. There's another train doing that. You've got the famous little Coranda. You've got other little uh, half-day train journeys you can do on a steam train, um, which goes out uh, west of Brisbane, and they have what they call a Jumper and Jazz Festival train. Um, so yes, and you've got the Sunlander, of course, as well. So there's quite a few train journeys we've got that are really worthwhile doing in our country. So
0: and travelling by. A train can be very relaxing.
1: Look, I think it's fabulous. Like even when we were travelling overseas, you know, to sit back on on one of the Ural trains and sit there with your, in France if you're wherever you are with your little bottle of wine and your nice little uh, French baguette and watch the world go by, it's 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 just such a relaxing stress-free way of traveling and you the other benefit of course you're you're city to city you're not struggling to get taxis or transporting from airports you're inner city to inner city and you know it's a beautiful way of traveling and I just think if you haven't done any of these train journeys why not start doing them this year because we've got quite a lot on offer and they all are now running
0: and they look after you very well
1: they certainly do (laughs) fabulous service and I said really nice food as well.
0: We're talking travel, Sally Lucas and I, and
1: museums Sally Lucas they
0: yeah, well, started... can be fascinating oh
1: they can and I just started having a look at a few and it's going to take me a long time to have a look at them all because you don't realise how many wonderful museums we have got in Australia and museums it... have changed a bit too haven't yes, they they're they... not just something in a case that you look at and read about no they're, they're not boring by any means because <laughs> they're, they've often got like videos or you know you, you can have your little uh, microphone thing where you can listen now you know which once upon a time you would just had to read or stop and was
0: sometimes hands on.
1: Yes, oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. it really has come a long way. And I just thought I'd mention a few of them. I mean, we we're talking about rail journeys in Queensland and so on today. So you've got the Australian Stockman Hall of Fame, of course, which is um, in Longreach. And that's been there for quite a long time. And it um, displays the history behind some of Australia's greatest and bravest explorers, stock workers, pastoralists and Indigenous people. And it in the exhibit uh, comprises a mix of objects. It, we're just mentioning images, touchscreens, audiovisual presentation open displays, which let you interpret the Outback story in the way you would like to. Um, And they've got a vast reserve collection as well of all sorts of archival material. So the actual story behind this started apparently um, in 1974, when a gentleman called Hugh Sawry dreamt of creating a grand tribute to the unsung heroes of remote Australia, And it turned out that um, also was shared by other outstanding Australians, including the legendary R.M. Williams, and this is where it all started to take. Shape, but also in Longreach, of course, you've got the Qantas um, Founders Museum, which is open. Uh, see, a lot of these museums have been shut, by the way, but but they are open again now, um, which is interesting. And the other one is the Eremanga Natural History Museum, museum, sorry, which is in uh, Queensland Channel Country, at the town of Eremanga, which is about uh, an hour and a quarter from Kilpie or about three and a half hours from Charleville, to give you an idea. It's sort of almost a straight line from the Sunshine Coast into the centre of. Queensland, um, it was what you're looking at, and of course, this is famous because of uh, home to Australia's largest dinosaur um, ninety five to ninety eight million year old titanosaur called Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and he is a, one of a number of significant fossil discoveries in the half of south southwest queensland channel country so not only does it have uh, the dinosaurs but some of the world's largest megafauna and a variety of microfauna which were discovered nearby and thought to be 50 to 100,000 years old so you know we're very lucky to have some of these museums even in canberra where we were recently of course I've been many times to the australian war memorial which keeps adding to the collection there and it's quite magnificent you could spend a whole day there if you really at at least yeah but then you've got Questacon, you've got natural history museums you've got the portrait gallery the national gallery and so on and so on and then in melbourne you've got the wonderful state library which is just when you if you want anyone wants to google this please do because it's the most incredible looking building the actual design both externally and internally and it's got incredible displays there as well including i think it's the you were telling me this jane ned kelly's um uh, suit that he was had on when he was shot.
0: Yes, so suit of armour and his letter, the Geraldry letter, where he explained yeah. what he was on about.
1: So even though it's a library, it's a museum as well. And it was established in 1854, making it Australia's oldest public library and one of the first free libraries in the world. And it's also Australia's busiest library. And as of 2018, the fourth most visited library in the world. Mm. So there you go. So they've got all sorts of things there with material on uh, you know, the city founders like John Batman, John Pascoe Fortner, the folios of uh, Captain Cook, the armour of Ned Kelly, as we said. And they've got lots of different rooms with different materials held, even a chess collection, just something about chess, the whole thing. I mean, amazing. I mean, I wouldn't have thought about that, you know. They've got reading rooms. They've got all sorts of things there, photographs, etc. Back to digital, as we said, lots of displays. So that's just a start to get us again, whet our appetite as to how many wonderful and interesting museums we have in this country, and we might be able to find a few more over the next couple of weeks. I
0: dare say there'll be a plethora of choices. (laughs)
1: Absolutely and you,
0: FM, we're talking travel, Sally Lucas and I. And Sally, what is there in the hot deals area of the travel marketplace at the moment?
1: Well, it is increasing each week, which is nice to see. And this is Melbourne. We've just been talking about the wonderful State Library down there. And there's some lovely little packages. And, of course, other than the galleries and museums there, we all love their little bars, eateries. And down in Melbourne, it's really quite lovely, isn't it? So they've got one called Melbourne Like a Local, which gives you uh, three nights, four-star accommodation, Airport Transfers uh, Melbourne street art tour and evening pri- uh, private curated dining experience, a Melbourne sports walk. And that starts from a bit of under $1,100. There's another Discover Melbourne as well, and that includes a morning city tour for, and a full-day Great Ocean Road tour, and that's um, only about uh, $500. And then there's another self-drive holiday, which includes four days car rental, and you're doing the Yarra Valley, Phillip Island, and the Mornington Peninsula. And, um, yeah, you get, again, three nights, four-star accommodation for just under $1,100. So that's You know Melbourne for you, Um, there's some GAN expedition adventures available there's one beginning Monday the 5th of April that's going um, from Alice to Adelaide and there's a a, a, a 6 day 5 night and a 5 day 4 night depending on which one you wish to do Um, they include 3 nights accommodation in Alice, a day doing Uluru and Katajuta, um, 3 days 2 nights of course on the GAN and you get all your off train excursions as we've mentioned and that's from a bit over $2,500 and about a couple of hundred dollars less, there's a five-day, four-night package that only gives you two nights in Alice Springs, but all the same inclusions. Now, Tassie, of course, wonderful Tassie, be mm. a spirited traveller on the spirit of Tasmania. Mm-hmm. So what they're doing there now, you can bring your car for free. Okay. Um, and they've just released discounted passenger fares as well for those not taking a car. So, yeah, that's fantastic, and um, offers available, subject to availability, of course, as usual, on the certain dates you're doing, and um, you can that's on sailings from virtually now right through to the 30th of March. Hmm. So that's really good value for money. Um, Carnival Cruises have got a nine-day cruise. Hopefully this will be running on uh, out around the South Pacific, at Sydney 6th of November. And they've got inside twin cabins starting for only $99 per person per day, which isn't bad value for money when you think you get all your meals on board a cruise ship. Um, now, that is only available, though, until next week, 2nd of March. Uh, so that, that finishes then. Um, Pernon, the wonderful French cruising company, are coming down here and they're doing a range of beautiful East Coast tours in Queensland and further south as well so they're down to Tassie even and they've got some wonderful offers for example if you haven't travelled with Ponant before they're offering you $800 per state room off your first Ponant voyage and if you're doing a second voyage they're offering you a back to back offer with a 10% discount and no single supplement for solo travellers so that's always a good thing as well so yes Jane there's lots of lovely things out there at the moment so lots of cruising we're hoping is going to happen around Australia and New Zealand um and, and we'll keep you posted on those as time goes on. But, yes, look, there's more and more happening each week, so hopefully I'll be able to give you more and more suggestions of things to do in our wonderful country.
0: And that's a pretty good bag of specials, Sally Lucas, and uh, thank you. Thank you, Jane. And we will talk travel again next Friday after the 1 o'clock news on 2 R F M.